This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020 or 347-563-0951. And the excitement of Pasha's bow. Incredible when the Yidden, we saw it. The journey Adam is trying. And the time of thinking about, we constantly say the attitude of gratitude. The life of now fulfilling mitzvahs. And to energize ourselves. This talk is dedicated to people in Hebrew food, Yeshua's. Shaduchim, health, safety, everything that's necessary to prepare his well-being, spiritual and physical. I heard a talk this week, tape 507 from a Victor Militzal, and started off with speaking about how to utilize the world. And we constantly speak about utilizing the world, you have feet, Take a block and think about your feet and think about your arms and your eyes and your ears and so much to think about a warm house and we go over and over until we become filled with happiness at our physical way well-being that we have a place to live we have safe streets etc etc and then knock it in knock it in knock it in not only they knock it in the experiences in your life go over and over and over your experiences and see how you came to be now. And you'll go over and over and you'll see it's uh, quite a bit of miracles happen along the way. But today, the Rebbe looked at a different angle. Can you imagine a person is in a hospital on this eighth floor, looking down from the hospital room, and the person has cancer and going through chemotherapy. Very, very serious and looks down and sees the population, the populace walking, looks like carefree, how he wishes he could be in their shoes. He sees everyone walking, going to this, going to work, and talking, whatever he can see from there, and he just, out of his mic, oh, I just wish I could be down there with them. And yet the ones down there, we know, our minds are busy with so many things. Who thinks about it? My health, what I have, a little bit, a little bit. <clears throat> there was continues another story. <clears throat> Young man just married, came to him and had a certain pain in her thigh. And when diagnosed says the Yomakala, again the sickness. And the rose spoke to him and told him the story. And they went over and he cried the man and how he wished certain cancer he had in his thigh, how he wished. Can you imagine someone would come to him and say, it's, it's not there, it was, you're, you're cured. He'd walk around walking. His stride would be a happiness beyond. And how much we who can see you see someone with a cane walking or a seeing eye dog, it doesn't mean we're cold. It means we're, we have to die for everybody. And you can feel sensitive, 
feelings of pain. You can feel it for other people. Of course you will. But at the same time, there's a utilizing of the moment. One time I was thinking about my eyes, looking around. All of a sudden I saw someone who came come by. And I said, that was said to me throughout the after appreciate my eyes so much more. Close them right now. Open them right now. Close them. Open them. Colors even too. To think about that. And hearing. So we could hear. Some people have trouble hearing. Can't hear. Again, there's nothing to be... So we're being cold. I remember once they told me to speak in front of people who were hard of hearing hearing. So someone was uh, speaking with his hands to explain to the audience what was happening. And at one point I saw everyone put their hands to their lips and like almost a kiss, threw a kiss at me. I was very, very surprised. I said, what does that mean? I found that after, that's how thank you was said. And then at the end, I saw clapping, wasn't clapping the hands, were shaking the hands in the ear. This is something to think about. You could hear everybody. You could hear. You see, people unfortunately can't walk. You can walk. You can go over and over each limb in your body. The breathing. Unfortunately, you see people who can't breathe. And that you can walk freely in safe streets. You just heard in certain places, Chicago is not so uh, so good to walk. Plenty of places in New York, other places also. You have safe streets. So when you hear something about something, think, wait a second, I don't have to worry about that. You wake up in the morning, we hear stories of unfortunate people not waking up. And they have a nice bed in a house and a place to live. How many stories you hear people don't? But this has to remind us, the Shem is remind us not only through the Bria and through the episodes of one's life that he's here and here, but he, these are all bulletin boards, advertisements for a person to, of course, get involved in helping others, but also to wake up, wake up. Where's that special needs child? Who can't think so well, doesn't think beyond a certain age. Oh, you see it. The person has to think. I have, I have a mind. She gave me a mind. I could think. I could think. I could think. Not so push it. Everyone comes from a little mush, a little embryo, and it grows up into everything. But we are now the hairs and the nose and the hairs and the ears and the lungs. I mean, the whole thing is beyond. How much does it take one little thing to be out of whack? And in 99.99% of the population, it's like that. So to think, I have a mind, I could think. And to go over and over, and then a person can realize that I'm very rich. And it can add and lead to a certain appreciation, a chush of what you have, of what you have, utilize. Just touching a mashahu. Person can have a limp. You don't have a limp. Person has trouble with the knees, the lungs, with the heart. And again, everyone foolish, but your heart is working strong, everybody. And your taste buds. Some people can't taste. Your taste buds are working. 
And then again, from the streets, then you have yeshivas, you have shuls to go to. There's so many opportunities we have to realize what we have, to knock it in, let our part of the day be this, to utilize that. And then we have something else we could utilize, is being proud of who we are. Utilizing the Torah, utilizing where we came from and what we are. There was a story, and if I don't get the story right, everybody, I don't listen to the news too much, or at all. At the president's inaugural address, there was a rabbi, Marvin Heyer, supposedly came, and he's the one who was the rabbi who gave the bracha. A friend of mine told me about who he was. He goes way, way back to being a rabbi, I think, in Canada. A story about Prince Charles came to Canada. And he had a big entourage, a big, big event. And they've had all the dignitaries all over. And one of them was Rabbi Marvin Heyer, who was in Canada at the time. And he said, I can't go. There's no, there's no kosher food, no kosher food there. So he said, we'll set you up. Plate, you'll sit on, you'll see there'll be a plate. Every ball plate's going to look the same so you don't look different. It'll have a K on it, and uh, we're going to look into You tell me which rabbis you want us to check it out. Okay, he said, I'll come. He went. He was there, he checked out Mashkiach, everything was on the up and up. But a certain minhag, a custom, they didn't tell him about. They'd have to go to every table, sit a little while, eat with each, with each group, and, and walk around. He was one of the dignitaries, so he had to walk around. So what is he going to do? He can't get a new plate at each table, can't get new food at each table. So he walked around during this whole affair with his plate, fork, and knife to each table. So all the people there, people either were embarrassed, or people said, this is uh, a little beyond, uh, looks a little uh, different. At the end of the evening... Prince Charles shook everyone's hands as they walked out. And then he said to Rabbi Marvin Heyer, well, they asked you a question. You were carrying around a plate, knife and a fork the whole time. Can you explain to me why? He said, we have laws of kosher, kashris, and the strictness of the certain laws, and this is what we do. He explained to him, and the prince was so impressed. So this man's strong in his convictions, strong in his values. He said, you have to come with me now and meet my mother. My mother would appreciate that. I was mother with Queen Elizabeth. I'm not sure who his mother was. Maybe that's her. He said, you got to meet my mother. And all the other people there, we can meet mother too? He said, no, only this man. And he went to meet the mother of Prince Charles. Because he was a man of conviction, a man who tried to do the right thing, and was proud. He carried the plate. And that's second. We have to be people who carry the plate. Carry the plate that we're happy to be who we are. And knock it in, knock it in, knock it in, knock it in, knock it in. It's a forever thing. It's a responsibility. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Knock in, knock in, carry that plate. Everybody, we have to carry that plate no matter where we go. The stories people go 
on a journey somewhere, business, I have to take up my yarmulke, or you go certain places, you have to bend down in certain ways. No. We carry the plate of honor. And one of the ways to carry the plate of honor and make sure we're on track is to continue this certain theme of knowing through either seeing things or actions that is a boss and we can grow and get close to the boss and have better lives. And that deals with our mitzvahs. That's our plate of honor. So week's partial was full, full of mitzvahs that teach lessons. Chavis Chaim, Meshim, and the Pesach offering. That was the reason why we left Egypt. How strong a mitzvah is. And a rabbi from Eretz Yisrael talked about the mitzvahs. Is person who tries to do the mitzvahs in the right, right way. Wake up in the morning. We say bracha. Each bracha. Each bracha has loads and loads of information. As you walk by the mezuzah. The mezuzah says such big things. Puts a yoke of heaven on you. It's an attitude of gratitude to have a home. And all this, the rabbi said, it was for the vacas to get close to the boss. It makes you recognize there's a boss, there's a boss, there's a boss. And I'm one of the soldiers. I have to be proud. And I'm going to work on myself and succeed in this world. I'm sure I mentioned about the villain. You're as ownish. Person put us to villain. I have to use my brains, my mind, to, to do the right thing. Be fair of this punishment. If I do things that are very off base, off base, and my arm has to be to serve you. My mind has to be to think about the right thoughts. And it goes further to speak the right things and do the right things. But all this is part of the misses that we do. That each one has something to help us recognize. Recognize the boss. We have the mitzvah, this is Pasha too, with the the darkness. So that each each man couldn't see his brother. So Urchayim says this talks about doesn't only mean over there, it means us. We don't see our brother many times. To see where he's coming from, what he's doing, what he needs. Are we aware of the other person? We say these mitzvahs all the time. Giving tzedakah and going to certain weddings and burying the the dead. So many different mitzvahs over and over that a person would look into from morning what he says. It says we should say brachas a hundred times a day. Thank yous. But not just bracha. It means what a, what a thank you, what a fullness of heart. Hashem, you gave me legs. Hashem, you gave me eyes. Hashem, you gave it this and that. Then the then the, the, the mitzvahs of davening. The mitzvahs of learning Torah. Which is the blueprint of life. You say Tehillim. And again, doing for each other. And over and over again, a person should take time. And this is all to recognize. Part of the 
people who are going to serve the boss to give us a strength. A person who says, "I my father is this guy in jail. So this guy we don't look up to too much. But says, my father is da, 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 the head of, all of a sudden he's a different boy that we can say. My father is the creator of the whole universe. And he gave a Torah tailor-made in everything we do from how to get married and how to stay married, how to bring up children and how to work, how to deal with each other, how to deal with everything. Selling a house, buying a house. Give it everything. So it's a big mitzvah of learning. So again, we have to carry that plate. It's in all parts of life. We just said darkness in the Parsha was mentioned. He didn't see his fellow man. And that's going to go to the third part of today. To see and realize what the other person is and what the other person is doing. It's, it's, um, it's so important we can't even express it. Someone told me a story, a woman was in a certain place, maybe jury duty, and she took us she taught people taking cell phones out, so she took herself and she got blasted. I guess everyone took their cell phone out, we're part of the, you know the people work there. And she got blasted. And she didn't think about doing anything. And this certain person is a teacher. So the teacher, when she was a teacher in the classroom, a certain boy like took out a pencil a pen when he shouldn't have, or something, and she blasted. So one person heard about both of these situations. Yet, when she got blasted, she was feeling belittled. Terrible. Yet, she turns around and does the same to the little guy. So we have to think, we have to think how we treat others, how we want people to accept me for who I am, and help me along, of course, doesn't mean this is who I am. Of course, our job in life is to improve, 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 improve. But we want that acceptance. There's something to see their brother, but see their brother. Not just see so many different ways, of course, to help, to help, to give help with panasa, help with a heavy load, and help with so many different things. Look, look, be sensitive to others. Both accept them. We constantly said last few weeks that a husband said to me one day his wife sitting in front of a couple of guys that my husband and I have a good relationship, good relationship. He deals with my Mishagas and he respects me. So when the wife walked away the man said in front of the two guys, what does respect mean here? It means I accept her for who she is 100%. Somebody's 40 years married, so I said, it took 40 years of work. Work, work. And that's what she appreciates. And a certain man, I was, happened two days after, he said to me, his daughter was speaking to his wife, and his wife said in front of, in front of his daughter, you know, your, your father is very good to me. 
doesn't mind my house isn't met, doesn't mind my, doesn't mind my weight, doesn't mind I'm late, doesn't mind a whole list. He said to himself all these things over the year. Yes, this is what he could have complained about. But he didn't. Because after a short time in marriage, short time in, you'll see in any situation, you know what's going on. For example, a couple once went to meet me. He complained, we said the story, he, he complained about her. Nagging him. And many other things too. And she complained to him. He was cheap, never taking her out. So when I met with both of them, they didn't know I met before. I asked him, asked him how could he be a better husband? And he said, I could take her out more, et cetera, et cetera. All, the whole list he gave me was all the list she said before. And he asked her, how could you be a better wife? And she said, I could stop nagging him. And the whole list, and he said these things before. What do you mean? How come they can't change? Let me go ahead and said this change of meter, change of character trait. It is harder in learning all this forum, all the books around the world. <laughs> so you see, each couple wants. And many times they'll apologize later on. And if they can improve, you'll see improvement in areas. I know a case at the beginning of marriage, man told me the wife came from a rich family. He came from a lower middle class, and his wife would spend only because they had credit cards in her house and they would spend the end of the month to follow plenty of money to pay it off. The guy married, the father, the parents didn't have credit cards like that. So the beginning of marriage was rough. His rabbis told him how to control. This is, uh, and how to work with it, how to accept it for who she is and how to say something. We have to be more frugal, but not anything threatening at all. So years and years went by. He said to me, I'm not sure how things change so much, but I see she's really trying more than ever with the grocery bill, with the spending on the children, and watching. Didn't say anything for the last, you know, who knows how many years. She knows already. She knows. A lady guy told me about her weight. She'd go up and become very big, then go very small, whatever it was. But he didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. And she'd be the one who would go on the diet and not go on the diet. And then, and she tried. She tried more than she'd ever try if he was talking about, you know, no, how could you eat this? How could you eat this? And it's everything, everything, everything. The there and then quality of acceptance. Your husband comes home. For whatever reason... He sees tense when he walks in that house. For every reason. You work you could say you work hundred times harder than him. Whatever reason, except this is him. So if you can calm him down, either give him that 15, 20 minute rest he wants on the bed. It hurts you, right? Because it irks. I worked hard the whole day. Or a little watermelon or a cup of tea. It's irking you. You should be coming, jumping in and helping. Let me take a rest. But she does it. Does it? He'll know. He'll know. He'll he'll see. You might be surprised after a while. Sometimes he'll just come in and just help. Because he sees how hard you're working while he's he's eating. I'll help him, then I'll eat after. You'll see a whole different... How? How? Accept him for who he is. He's a little grumpy here. He has an attitude over here. She knows all. All she knows it all over here. Whatever we all have all. 
So that's one aspect. To learn how to accept, accept, accept. But with that has to go in partnership is chiza, chiza, chiza. You have to always look for something good to say. You walk in the house, the kitchen looks nice. The rest could be a mess. Or supper was good last night. I see you work so hard. I appreciate all your hard work. Different told you said the Shabbos table was good. Whatever. Chiza, chiza, chiza. So all of a sudden your relationship with she's being accepted. And on the other hand, you're giving encouragement and encouragement. It's a whole different life. We mentioned last week or so that kind of life, the Torah goes right in. Sweet, because there's the many little bumps along the way. And the boat couples have their things they're dealing with. The Torah goes right in. The children see. It's a whole scene. People complain to me about their mates. The children know. Children know. And you have to understand the irking you get inside is something you have to work on. What do you mean I hold it in? I'm going to have, you know... Just break that. No, 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 nothing's gonna happen. You learn control. You control something to give you a million dollars. You can you can deal with that uh, that person really really quickly. But what happens is you're so working on yourselves, realizing I'm ascending this. I can work on my tolerance, working on my patience, working on my ego, working on who knows over and over. And after a while, you see years go by. You walk in, the irking gets less. And after a while, okay, the house is a mess. Ah, he's lazy, he comes home lazy, tired. You'll see these things will be. And that's, Hashem wants that, to improve you. And he has gone, you become a mensch. You become a mensch, and you deal with the world like that. And again, your children see that they grow up like that too. Better than you would think. Better than yourself. And it's like, deals with our middle first commandment of marriage. We're going again back to number one. Be realistic. Expect the unexpected. If you come in the house, it's a mess. So, whatever you to tell me, just say business is booming. And I've heard been beginning, it irks. What do you mean? What you do all day? You have all the thoughts, all the thoughts in the world. After all, you come, you walk in, and you help, and you get the children involved. The unexpected, you walk in, but all of, all of a sudden everything becomes unexpected. Anything against your rods on it, how you want things. Unless you're working on yourself inside, these things will irk for 30, 40 years. And the family sees it, and the relationship you could, could have had with your wife is not there. The irking, in all areas, you'll see it calms down. You're not that you're squishing it, you're sending it to you specifically. To grow, you become more a patient person, a tolerant person, a giving person, a listening person. You'll see it goes to all areas of life. It's the idea of accepting. It goes to your children. You have one child who's jumping, one sloppy. So you tell me, I am so sloppy, everything's left off. He said 365 days, he's not going to be a happy camper. No, he's sloppy. So you walk in. Chaim, you and me, come on. Let's pick this up. I'm going to help you. Let's go. Boom, boom. The other one's... Loud. So we have to see. I see you're excited. Let's go sing a song. Let's go. The person has to know. You see who you are. The jumpy child, he's the one running around and run around and help you clean up, help you go to the store, get in the car with you. Let's go get the groceries, pick them up. And he's the one who's the one to fix the, the light, light fixture, whatever it is. 
But you have to see each child, accept each one for who the person is. And eventually kids get older. I know a guy, 18, 20, 18, went away to school, came back, 22. Now he's in the house with his mother again. He's hard for him. He, he speaks his mind. Respect. I speak my mind. She speaks my No, you get all backwards. Understand who your mother is. Accept her. And deal with it from there. How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to deal with it? So it deals with children and parents. Parents and child. Mate and mate. And then eventually, Rebbe and Talmud, teacher and student. Either way, you're even you're a student. How do you accept your teachers? How do you get along? How do you work it out? Situations. Waiting for a bus. Waiting in the car. All acceptance. Acceptance. You're in the situation to grow and learn something. The beginning it irks waiting for the for the bus and waiting in the car for hours. A person can gain, can person can grow. Situation recently, two people were coming from together and he became from real fast. He became like whew, learning every night. And she wasn't there. And after a while, now she doesn't want to be religious anymore. Well, what's going on here? So he told me a scenario. And he's trying to be nice and everything else. And I I told myself he didn't have a Rabbi Miller or a Rabbi Brog <laughs> to direct him in these matters. The rabbi. Told me a situation. She came to him. She said, my friend and I, and I know these people. Friend wants to go to Florida with me for a week. I want to go. So the husband right away thought about it's not modest, it's not good. And a whole... Reasons why many husbands would get it like irk and say, Oy. he wasn't trained. And I'll tell you, I said, I said you could be a hundred percent right. And he gave me halacha and drush, and I heard this in a shear and very, very nice. But that's not enough to open your mouth. You have to listen. I hear what you're saying. I mean, let me, let me, let's speak. Let's let me, let's let's think about it together. Let me speak to the rabbi about it. Because he would go to the rabbi all the years and realize when these situations came up, which are not so extreme sometimes, a little less, the rabbi would listen to him and ask her, where's she going? Who knows? The response he would get could be exactly what he felt. It could be exactly opposite, dealing with the situation. Where then the lady would understand, I, I'm being treated fairly here. But women make our own emotions, our own, and even though we say we heard it, women too, I heard this year, I heard this, I heard that, I heard that, I read this. No, he's a live rabbi, a live person. There's so many great rabbis around who would listen to both sides and decide to talk. Most of the time I could see the, the luchas come out and this comes out. He, he, if he had someone to ask, he'd hear. Many times I remember. People told me they went to Rabbi Miller for a question. She wants this, 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 and he, it seemed like he he said he felt a hundred percent right and Allah and everything else. I will look at him. Don't worry about it. Join the club. We all went through it. We all went through it. We all went through it so many different times, and gave her aids to how to how to deal with it. Maybe speak to her too a little bit. But after time goes on, a husband and wife know they have a a backup. It becomes a lot, the wife is so much more secure. Either way. So be real, expect the unexpected. So we go through the whole thing today, the idea of seeing Hashem through the, unfortunately, the chemo and the sicknesses. And to hold that plate of Torah, hold that plate of being proud. Because if you're proud, you're proud, you want to do the right thing. 
your action, your is pride, but it's pride. You have to do the right thing, and it's acceptance, 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 mate, accept. With acceptance, you have to know how to respond, and then with that is knowing the selacharav, because even when when things come up again, I mean, the first be real is expect the unexpected. Yeah, this it's all the time. People get married, she's pregnant right away. Expect the unexpected. You need help, buddy. And she also needs direction here. If not, your feelings against her feelings, and you you read all the books and she read the books, she had all the classes, you heard all the classes, it's just not gonna work. You need like hands on to help. And years go on, then the children's stage comes and she's going crazy, and you're going and you need a Rebbe, you need somebody to talk to. About children, what to do, how to do, how to, it's a whole basic. And you get older. After 40 years old, different feelings. Women start losing a little bit of their feelings. And then men, and then is, uh, they call it things like menopause. And things like people are going through certain things. And if no one's there to to be with both of them, tell the man, this, this, is, this is what's going on. This is real. This is real what's going on. This is real. You have to accept the situation. It's hard, but if you're working all the years and working on yourself, okay, this is another situation. It seems so hard, it's different, it's unexpected, but I have the tools to work on it. First be calm, first be a little numb, not respond, let me speak to my Rebbe, let me speak. All of a sudden, that woman has a man, all of a sudden, too many these days are losing jobs. All of a sudden, his money, his pressure, he's still looking. It's a whole dynamics. If the woman is trained, so it's hard. Security is at stake. Stability is at stake. A good lady, uh, but if not, what's the money, honey? You don't have enough. I don't know. Again, so there, there are cases both ways. But we don't accept the situation, even though it might be unexpected. But we practice, practice, practice. Hashem says everything. All of a sudden becomes a different way of dealing with things. And we see success. So we should all be blessed to this road here. Again, through seeing Hashem in nature, seeing your own blessings, unfortunately, to someone's misfortunes, person has certain diseases, etc., no house, whatever it is. And again, bang in, proud to who be you are. Proud to have the Torah. Proud to be to hold that plate of Torah. A person who does that, you become not only happy and confident, but you realize your responsibility of how to be real human beings, sensitive, caring. You watch your you watch your words, you watch your actions. And you learn to accept other people for who they are and you work with the situation. He has advice how to do it. And situations don't crush you so fast. As you do that, the Torah goes sweetly into your family, sweetly into everybody you meet. Because you're not creating any bumps along the road. The pipe of Torah, the water that flows through it to, to, to help and spread, it's going to go nicely. Especially with your family. So you all should have a shoes, a fuas, a locha, a slocha, rabba, everyone. In Rukhani, the Gashmi has been seen on Gripe 718 339 6020 or 
347-563-0951. Again, Aslocha, Rabba, and everything, Ruknias and Gashmias.